0: Good morning, good morning. Thank you so much for joining me. This is the podcast, God's Holy Word. I'm your lovely host, Leslie Sullivan. And today is episode 41. And we are going to take a quick look at a really interesting verse. It is short and sweet, but it's really direct and to the point, and I love it. It is First Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 17. And I will be reading from the King James Version. And here it is. It says, Pray without ceasing. Literally, it is those three words. Pray without ceasing. When I saw this verse the other day, what really popped up in my mind immediately was pray without ceasing. But what's the opposite of that? Does it say to worry without ceasing? No. Does it say be fearful without ceasing? No. Does it say be angry without ceasing? No. Does it say be depressed without ceasing? No. It says pray without ceasing. That tells me that we are supposed to have a lifeline directly with our Heavenly Father. And we do. Because God created us. We were created in His image. He wants to hear from us. He wants to hear from us because He loves us and He wants to bless us. Now there may be some that may not be familiar with the Bible. Or maybe you're not even Christian. Maybe you're atheist or agnostic. And you might not understand What it means to pray without ceasing. Let me tell you what it's not. It doesn't mean that you lock yourself in a bunker with your Bible and just pray all day. That's not what that means at all. It also doesn't mean you join a nunnery or a a monastery and just pray all day. Actually, none of us are called to do that. Because if every single one of us joined a monastery or a nunnery, first of all, the human population would cease to exist. Number two... The, the gospel would not be spread throughout the world. Like, we you know, we are supposed to let our light shine. We're not supposed to put it under a bushel basket or something. So, needless to say, being in a monastery or a nunnery is not what God has called anyone to do. Because you're isolating yourself away from the world. And we were born in this world, but we're not born of the world. And being that we are not born of the world... We are supposed to let the world know about Jesus Christ. So if you're just staying behind some walls all day, you're not even doing what God has called all of us to do. And that doesn't necessarily mean go out and be a missionary. That doesn't mean give away all your money, all your goods, all your possessions. That's not what that means. You can let people know about Jesus just by being you. Just by conducting your regular business affairs. You know, Just by... You know, you know, paying your taxes or, you know, you know, meeting someone for lunch, having coffee with someone, you know, being kind to someone at a gas station. You know, whatever the case may be, you know, there are different ways to let people know about the love of Christ. And so when it says pray without ceasing, it also that doesn't mean be a Bible thumper, which here in Oklahoma, which is in the Bible belt. Bible thumpers are people that carry their Bible around all the time, and they are quick to preach at people. And they are quick to just quote a verse out of nowhere, and it's like that had nothing to do with me taking my cat to the vet. <laughs> you know? It's just like, it's a little creepy when they do things like that. I mean, I understand they're trying to help, but they're not. They're just pushing people away from Christ, not helping them get to Christ. So let me give an example of how I pray without ceasing. So what I do there are prayers that I say throughout the day, but usually I'm doing something while I'm praying. And I'm not always talking out loud. Sometimes I am. But most of the time, you know, like, for example, if I'm at work, I'm not talking out loud my prayers. I'm praying them in my heart and in my soul. And I'm praying while I'm working. I'm praying that, you know, my project goes well. I, I pray for my boss, that they're happy. I pray for the company. Um, I pray, you know, for our health insurance benefits. You know, I pray for the economy, things like that. You know, if ever I meet someone out and about and, you know, they're not having a good day and I know that they need prayer, there's a time and place to ask them, would you like me to pray for you? I stopped saying that because it bothered people. And I realized that not everybody is a Christian. And then there are people that are Christians, but they don't pray or it makes them uncomfortable to have people pray for them. I don't know why. Why? So what I do is I just pray for them without them knowing it. So they'll be talking to me, and we'll be conversing just like I am conversing with you right now. And I'll be listening to what they're saying, and I will pick up on the things that they're having problems with in their life, and I'll pray for those individual things. So, for example, if someone is telling me they're having a hard time at their work because their boss is hateful and horrible, or maybe their boss is having an affair, or you know whatever the case may be, I pray for their supervisor. I pray for their company, and then I also pray that they get a raise, the the employee, uh, not necessarily the boss, because I don't believe in rewarding bad behavior. However, in those instances, it is important for us to pray for our enemies to be blessed because God cannot bless someone unless they repent. So it's important that bad people repent because they will be making amends and they will apologize to the people they have hurt. And then God will bless them. So it's better to forgive somebody and ask God to to bless them as opposed to being like, no, they don't deserve anything. No, give God a chance to help them. That's how we need to handle it. But if someone's talking to me, if they say they don't feel very good or they're here for a doctor's visit, I start lifting up healing prayers for them without them realizing it. And we'll just be having a normal everyday conversation just like what we're doing right now. And also, I will pray while I'm walking. When I get home from work, I go walking and I'll start praying about things. Like if I see a tree that doesn't look very good, I'll I'll start praying for the tree. If I see someone walking, we have a lot of dogs here at the apartment complex I live at. If I see a dog that doesn't look like it's feeling very good, I'll start praying for the dog. If someone lets me know that something's going on with one of their pets, you know, I'll start praying for their pet. You know, there are some people that I do know here at my apartment complex that they know that I'll pray for their animal. And sometimes they'll be talking to me and I'll say, oh, well, I, I will lift up some healing prayers for your pet. And there are some people I can say that to and others that they're, they're not really into prayer. But what's interesting is the ones that, that are into prayer, they're like, oh, thank you. I would love that. And then they mention other things that they need help with. And that's great because then we can pray for each other as believers in Christ. And that's what we're supposed to do as the body of Christ. And I look at it this way, you know, there are people that I meet every day that maybe they're not Christian. They may be atheist, agnostic, whatever the case may be, and they may have issues in in their life and they need prayer. And here's the thing, God cares about them, too, because we are all his children. So being that we are all his children, we are supposed to care about other people, even from different walks of life. So needless to say, when it says pray without ceasing, again, that doesn't mean... Never leave your house. That doesn't mean join a monastery or a nunnery. That doesn't mean, you know, stay home all day and just be on your knees for hours, like 8 or 12 hours, which would be really horrible on your circulation, and you could actually get a blood clot in your leg if you did that. And God doesn't tell us to do that. And also, we're not supposed to make scenes in public, because that's what the Pharisees and the Sadducees did. They wanted people to know when they were praying and how they were praying. That way they could feel extra special about themselves and their prayers. Well, God was not impressed with that. You know, in my life, I've grown a lot in my prayer life by keeping my prayers private. And by, by praying when people don't realize I'm praying. And what's interesting is that it greatly calms me to be praying and people don't even know it. I love that because it's one-on-one time with God anytime I want without having to be at home in like a prayer session or without having to be at church. Now, I do love having a prayer session at home with God, and I do love going to church. But there's one thing that the enemy can't stand. He can't stand believers, and he can't stand it when we know that God loves us and he loves us to pray. That's That's one reason why I love to pray about stuff is it constantly one-ups the enemy. Because the enemy only has one mission, to steal, to kill, and to destroy. So being that we know what cards he's going to play, we might as well play the best hand ever, which is the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit. Give your life to Christ. Get baptized in the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit. Start asking God for help with anything and everything in your life. I don't care if it's to get your house paid. I don't care if you need healing from cancer. I don't care if you need help with your refrigerator because it's not working right. Anything and everything that you need help with, anything that's bothering you, take it up in prayer with God. Because those things, think about when you give those things to God, you're giving him a chance to help you. Whereas if you don't take it up with God, you're not giving him a chance to help you. Like you're taking on all this responsibility on your own that you're not supposed to. Because, you know, we're not supposed to take on all these burdens. That's why we're supposed to cast our cares onto the Lord. We're not supposed to carry them around like, you know, scars of war or trophies because they're, they're not a trophy. You know, I would rather have a blessing than a curse, but God can't bless you if you're holding on to a curse. Let it go. Let it go and move on. So, again, pray without ceasing. Take everything up with God. God. He loves you. He cares about you. He only wants what is best for you. That is it for today's podcast. Until next time, I pray that you're happy, healthy, and whole. That you have a wonderful day and a wonderful week. Thank you so much. God bless. Bye-bye.